Today, I will teach you how to correctly use the Canadian A. So, it's not always used. It's not used nearly as often as you see it portrayed when people try and do a Canadian accent. But when it is used, it's usually used in place of a question mark. So, you'll say a statement, and instead of posing that as a question, you would say A. It kind of replaces, like, isn't it? So you'd say, it's hot out there, eh? Instead of, hot out there, isn't it? Same thing, you know? So that is how you correctly use the Canadian A. This is the Man in a Room podcast. This is... Hello and welcome to this episode of Man in a Room. How is it going? It's going fine here. Do you know, it's like autumn's like, oh, it's uh, it's about time for me to start now, isn't it? Let's make it really ruddy cold and everyone's going to get a cold and it's going to be all rubbish. And you know, it's just one of those things. The leaves are falling off the trees. You're cycling over them and they're clunkety, crunching underneath your your tyres. And it's like, oh, isn't this nice? The, the leaves are mulching down. It's a magical time, isn't it? But at the same time, it's ruddy cold. So, uh, yeah, um, time to get the old uh, winter coat out. Can't wait. I love wearing my Parker coat. In fact, I've had the same style of coat now for so many years, it's almost obscene. But anyway, uh, talking about how long I've had things for, I'm going to talk to you about my aches and my pains. So basically, as uh, you get older, this is spoilers for youngsters, you start aching. You just start aching and having these pains that you realise at some point, you get to a certain age when you realise that these pains that you're going through, they're not going to go away. This stiffness, no, that's there for life, baby. And uh, yeah, it's a very weird moment in anyone's life, really, I find. So, you know, I've noticed that my back's getting a little, you know, getting a bit, not as flexible as it was. I struggle to bend down sometimes. I struggle to stand up sometimes. Not in any pain specifically, just a bit like, ugh, you know? And you hear about these people like uh, chiropractors and all that kind of stuff. Because apparently what they can do is they can do stuff where they like break your, not break your spine, but they basically just align your 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 posture and like lift you up. And it's all like, oh, crack, 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 crack. Lots of cracks. And you're like, oh, well, that feels amazing. And I want to get that done. Um, but I don't really know anybody who does that or anyone who has had it done and can recommend somebody to me. So, uh, yes, yeah, it's a pain, really. So basically, the only thing I could really do was either look on the internet um, and just see what's about, you know. And um, so I found a masseuse nearby. Um, and it's very strange, this masseuse that I found, because uh, it's actually one I... It sounded familiar for some reason. I'm not going to name it uh, because I don't want to sort of, you know put them down or anything like that but basically it's a masseuse masseuse a masseuse and a therapist they do all different kinds of therapies and all that kind of stuff it's a spa it's a spa they describe themselves as a spa and um so they have like this presence online which i found 
on Facebook, which is not maybe the best place to look for stuff, especially for like masseuses and all that kind of thing, you know. And uh, basically, it's like, oh, it's actually it's an old converted pub. That's interesting. Is it an old pub is now a spa? Kind of interesting. And um, the thing was, is that you would have thought they may have done the interior up a little bit, you know, done it up a little bit, make it less like a pub. No, no. They went for the aesthetic of pub. And basically, there's this uh, photograph online of this, this old dude getting a massage on top of a pool table. And, you know, it's just one of those things that you see and you think, is this a wind up? Is this just messing around? Is it possibly a mess around? I don't know. But uh, yeah, these different therapies you can get in, inside of an old pub. And the funny thing is, is that I have been past said spa numerous times because it's actually on my bus route. And uh, I looked at it and it's like, that's definitely the pub. There it says spa. Why are all the curtains drawn? That's well, a bit weird, isn't it? Why is it unless it's quite a dingy spa? Some would say a hovel. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to sort of cast you know them down and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, you hear about the, the seediness of massage parlours and all that kind of stuff. And you don't really want to, you know, go there. And I don't think that they are necessarily a massage parlour. Not that there's anything wrong with massage parlours, anyone listening from a massage parlour. Um, this one specifically is near a, uh, near a police station, so it can't be that kind of massage parlour. Or maybe it is, I don't know. I decided to not go there, in case you're wondering, because, uh, you know, the fuzz are literally over there. So the idea of that, imagine they're going there for legitimate reasons to get an actual, like, a, I don't know, some chiropractic whatever that word is get all that done get all your back cracked oh yeah well i wanted to you know get get some crack i mean get, um get my back cracked and it'd be lovely and then we might play some pool afterwards you know um and then the, the police come through this is a raid oh you're up to no good you're up to rude things Ooh, you know it'd be embarrassing so yeah i'll, I'll find somewhere at some point to uh get my back all sorted out but anyway um it's time for tarot and tea it's beverage and divinity Ooh. so yeah yeah uh we're here to do tarot and tea today's tea is a tea by a company called ahmed tea from london it's a dessert tea which is quite interesting uh it's pear and cinnamon strudel uh, the idea, it says on the front here, sweet pear with warm hints of cinnamon creates a dessert masterpiece. I've got 15 tea bags in there. And uh, yeah, it's not too bad. So I'm um, going to give it a quick sip. I just uh, shuffled the cards. Oh, by the way, whilst I'm shuffling, close your eyes and um, maybe try and give me some of your energy for me to try and uh, you know, do your, your reading, as it were. Right, let's have a quick sip of this tea because it's gonna it's getting cold. Here we go. It tastes like pears. The uh, the cinnamon is is it's there, but um, it tastes more like pear and bubble gum, which isn't a bad thing in my opinion. You know. That's actually really nice. That is a, that does taste like a dessert. I'll have one of those again. Lovely. 
So anyway, uh, getting back to the old tarot, I'm going to draw three cards and we are going to then try and work out your past, present and future. I've just been shuffling the cards. Here we go. So I'm going to draw the cards. Um, right, so we've got here the first one, King of Wands, which is basically uh, a guy is just sitting there on a throne with a lizard by his feet. And he's sitting there with a large stick, which has the clue in the name is a wand. It's a large wand. It's more of a staff, but basically this man is sitting there with his scepter, looking pretty smug with himself, you know, thinking, oh, yes, all right, I've got some orange hair with some dots on it. It's going to be great. Wearing his resplendent cloak. So basically, if you're sitting there, you know, on the on the throne, so if you had a bit of a bad tummy, this might be all who you, we just don't know. Um... So yeah, if I had a bit of a bad time with this week, uh, the oh the the hierophant. Um, I don't know what that means, hierophant. Not gonna lie. So I'm gonna ask. Okay, Google, what is a hierophant? Come on, here we go. It is. It's a. It's a card in tarot, apparently. Great. So. That has literally no help for me whatsoever. don't know what Hierophant is. I'm going to try and discreetly look this up whilst I try and work out what's going on. Uh, so basically there's someone sitting here and they've got like a red cloak on again. Ooh, there's a theme going on here. Holding some sort of uh, staff, another staff. Appears to be made out of uh, metal. So, um, you know, there's also some keys at their feet uh, crossed over. So some crossed keys. Um, it's apparently a an, an ancient Greek priest. There we go. It's, an, it's, an, it's a priest, more or less. There's, there's a priest here somewhere on this. There's a high priestess. There we go. That makes sense. There's the opposite. Um, so basically, like, yeah, I may have had just had a stick on a cylinder top, but now I have all this stuff. I've got two keys and two wee bald fellas at the front. Uh, so, yeah. So maybe, you know, things are looking up. You've, you were sitting there on the toilet with a stick. Now you've got, like, a staff and staff, and, uh, you know, your house is a lot look, better looking. And the last card here, this is the future. So, uh, you know, it's the ooh, the five of swords. So basically, sitting on the toilet because you have a bit of a bad tummy. It's okay, though, because it's coming out golden, golden stuff. And then also, we've got here at the end of the future is uh, the, the five of swords, as I say, where two people are looking away from you as you've, you're carrying your swords, but you seem to have dropped three and you're still carrying two, which basically means that those two people know that those two swords are for them. So basically, don't... You know, this is the future. Don't go on a murdering rampage, please. Uh, it can be changed. So if you've had a bit of a bad tummy, please do not go on a murderous rampage. Anyway, that's been Tarot and Tea. It's a beverage and divinity. Ah! Anyway, I'll be back after this very short break. If you have any thoughts, comments, or questions, please do not hesitate to send them to show at maninaroom.co.uk. Right, so I want to talk to you now about spiders. If you're scared of spiders, maybe stop listening to the rest of this show because I'm going to talk about spiders and uh, me getting over my fear of spiders, which was a very strange thing, actually, because... As a general rule, I'm not phobic of most things. In fact, I'm phobic of very little things. In fact, the only things I'm really scared of in my life are heights. Um, not so much the height, it's the idea of falling from a great height. 
from a great height from a great height um but uh yeah it's uh that and spiders but the thing about spiders is the fact that i do actually live alone so the idea of me having to live with spiders is like yeah no um so i've actually got to the, to the point now in my life where i'm actually not scared of spiders i, I have that initial it's a spider but then after that i'm like it's fine i can get rid of it and uh, it's something i've been building up over the years you see obviously living away from my mum and dad all those years ago uh, getting them to get rid of spiders for me now it's like no 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 as soon as you move out of your parents house oh no you've got to start looking after your spider problem by yourself now most people will be like oh, i'm just gonna smush it i'm just cr- i'm gonna crush its head don't do that uh, there's no need for that there's no need at all it's just going about its spidery day there's no need to kill it it's not your it's not really your decision to say when it should be snuffed out like poof gone it's not your it's not your decision that so what I do is I have a glass and a card. So basically, it's my birthday a couple of months ago, and I thought I'm gonna keep one of these birthday cards because it's the perfect thing to scoop up spiders. So basically, you pick out your favourite birthday card of the year, get a pint glass, have it somewhere on the. I have it on a windowsill, basically equidistant from every single room I have. So there we are. Like I'm ready to wrangle a spider if I need to. A big one. I'm ready for it. And as I was saying. I remember the first time I ever wrangled a spider. It just—it was one of the weirdest moments ever. I was at work, and um, what happened was, I was like, "Oh, there's a spider! I'm going to get over my fear right now." So I managed to capture this spider with a glass and a piece of card, and like, right here we go. So I did it. I picked it up. It was a massive one. I looked at it dead in the face. I was like, "Oh my god, that's creepy AF." So I was like, "Okay, I've done that now," and I was like, "Wow, I've done it." I've actually done it. I've got. I've actually managed to capture a spider. I've, you know, I'm still scared, but I'm still. Like, I've got over that horrible thing. Like when I was able to pick it up and look at it properly, I was like, "There it is. It's not actually that bad. It just creeps me out." Turns out the way they move really creeps me out. My dad came up with that with that theory that it creeps me out the way it moves. But then what happened was, I had this very strange moment where it's like with great power comes great responsibility. Now, most people don't like spiders. I mean, there's a very small minority of people that are like, oh, I love spiders. But walking around with this spider and people running out of my way, I was like, hang on a second, people are scared. People think I'm going to run up to them and taunt them with this spider. I've now got the tables have turned. I am now the person who has the spider that has control over the spider. And the idea of people sort of running away is like, oh, okay, this is amazing. This is really funny. And it was at that moment I decided that I will never chase somebody with a spider because it's not worth it. Um, you don't want to be that kind of person. You want to be the person who people call and be like, can you get rid of the spider for me? Like, yep, no problem. I'll be with you in a second. Like, just go for it. Done. Gone. Yeah. But the thing is, is that I've got over this fear and now I find that my sort of, because I don't like the idea of someone, I want to be the first person to be called upon because i don't want someone squashing spiders I just, I, there's no need to kill spiders so th- the problem is is that when you got to try when you see a spider when you're with somebody you got to very discreetly try and bring it up so the problem is there's no easy way of doing this my thing i like to do is uh so um how are you with spiders and they're always like what do you mean what do you mean there's literally no way of uh not freaking somebody out with you know the the news there's a there might be a spider with them 
and uh, like how close is it? How all this kind of stuff? So no, I said, don't worry, uh, I, I'll sort it out. But you know, and um, yeah. So the idea of just trying to alert someone there's a spider near them is actually quite difficult. But then anyway, what happened then was I thought, well, you know, maybe there's acuteness to spiders that I'm missing. And because, uh, you know, people are scared of rats. I love rats. Rats are one of my favorite animals of all time. They are adorable and all this kind of stuff. You know, they're affectionate. Just a lovely little creature. And the thing is, people are petrified of them because they're tail and all that kind of stuff. But me, I don't see that. I see it as a cute, furry little creature who's got the most personality that uh, for such a small thing to have that much personality is just insane. They have personalities. Um, and I thought, maybe there's something about spiders that I'm missing. So I thought, well, people do keep pet tarantulas, don't they? I'll have a look and see a tarantula. And uh, I saw I looked up a tarantula on, on the old DuckDuckGo. And I was like, oh, that's a very... Oh, no. Why would anyone Why would anyone want to keep that? No, 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 not at all. And then I thought, well, how do you actually feed a tarantula? Um... So I, I looked it up on the internet. This is uh, I need to just find the screen cap because I actually couldn't believe what I was reading. These insane uh, ramblings uh, of this this uh, website that I saw. Here we go. Uh, no disrespect against the people who who wrote this. Obviously, you know what you know. It just it just horrified me as as somebody who doesn't keep tarantulas. Um, I thought, well, how how do you feed a tarantula? I thought, well, do you run around with a net trying to catch like flies and hope that she also catches some, and then you basically do your best to try and wrangle them into a cage, a cage, or escape a cage, probably a, a tank. But anyway, that's not the case. This is what you do. Not only is feeding inexpensive and easy, it can be enjoyable too. Hmm, enjoyable, enjoyable feeding a tarantula. All pet tarantulas are insectivores, meaning they eat insects. However. Do keep in mind that they also they are also opportunists, meaning if given the chance, some tarantulas are able to subdue small lizards, snakes, birds, and even mammals such as mice. Generally, go uh, generally crickets are the main choice to go when it comes to feeding tarantulas. Have a bit of fun, watch it murder a mouse, watch it slay a lizard and eat its gizzards. Right? Yeah, that sounds that sounds like fun, doesn't it? Don't want to do that. No. I mean, the idea of seeing this sort of chubby tarantula is quite funny, but the idea is, is like, no, 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 no. So, um, yeah, spiders ain't my thing, it turns out, which I don't think is actually that much of a surprise. But at the same time, um, I just think that, um, you know, horses for courses, uh, lizards aren't, lizards? Lizards aren't my thing, I don't, but at the same time, I don't want to feed them to a, to a tarantula for my own enjoyment. And, you know, enjoying that, I would feel as a tarantula owner that I'm missing out on. So, you know, where would you even get lizards to feed it, you know? And the other thing I read up, right, this is completely off topic, but it says, you know, obviously crickets are better because the idea is that tarantulas, uh, you know, they don't, they, they, they basically are like any other animal. It needs energy to move and all that kind of stuff. So the idea of it chasing a mouse around is going to be quite a thing for it and it will knacker it out if you've only been feeding it crickets. So cricket, they say crickets, the best thing to do, because it's got, like, got a lot of stuff in it that they need. But also, right, um, if you have crickets to feed a tarantula, you have to feed the crickets. The crickets can't just go be left unattended. You have to feed the crickets. So not only do you have to look after a, a, a tarantula, which is scary and really quite ugh, looking at it, but you also have to look after crickets. And crickets don't just sit there. Oh, no. 
they they chirp, they make noise. You're basically looking after these crickets so you can feed them to a spider. You know, I don't have pets, but what I do is I have I have a spider in my house. I will be like, right there, mate. How's it going? If it's you know, some do get to stay in my in my flat. I won't lie, some do. Mainly the sort of the weird sort of spindly ones, the the crappy ones. You know, they're not real spider kind of thing. Just like a you know, you can blow on it too hard and it break that kind of spider. Small ones, but the big ones. They get wrangled out straight away. Um, usually just uh, get them in a glass and throw them out the window. Um, onto a roof. I'm not some sort of spider murdering. Oh, it was an accident, Gov. It fell from a great height. From a great height. From a great height. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you for joining me for this episode. And uh, I'll be back again next week for another episode. So until then, goodbye. Who is the man? Where is the room? It's some guy you've never heard of in a room you've never been in. For more information, head over to maninaroom.co.uk.